this place right here, I can say the judgment free zone, like, it's like, it doesn't matter who you are, or where you're from, like, you're, like, you're loved, like, you're, you're served, you're cared for, you, it doesn't matter your background or, or what you say, what you do, it's just the value of, of, of just being who you are. Fear Happy Campers is here. It's a summer camp themed podcast where we reminisce about the stuff that we miss, about the best summers we ever had. And there will be reflection and lots of introspection and a great selection of guests that will stop by. So grab a glass of bug juice, relax, and say hi to both your hosts. We're Julia and Sammy, your podcast family. We're going to start the show. Hey, Happy Campers. What's up? It's Julia and Sammy, your podcast family. Yep. And uh, we are going to bring you an episode today all about Camp Sunshine. It's a very special place located up in Maine, and it was part of our big tour de Maine, tour de camp de Maine. And I, it's a camp for families that have kids with life-threatening illnesses. Um, and I honestly had no idea what to expect when I walked in there. Um, Allison had been there before and she kind of gave us a rundown, but I honestly didn't know what it was going to be like. And it was such a special place. It was, I'm getting like a little emotional thinking about it right now because it was like so special and so great. The, uh, the general vibe there was so positive and so happy. Uh, there were smiles around every corner with the, uh, the staff that worked there, with the volunteers, the campers, the parents. Uh, people just seemed genuinely excited to be there. This camp also felt like a very, very safe place to be. Everyone, all the kids understood and recognized that everyone that was there was going through the same thing. And the parents, too, had this like huge support network that everyone was dealing with something similar and siblings get to talk to kids that also have siblings that have the same thing that their sibling has or kids that are their age that have the same thing that their sibling has and just kind of like the whole place is so felt very supportive and safe. Yeah, it also feels like a place where people are just working really hard to create this awesome experience and so thank you to those people and I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Michael Smith, Camp Sunshine Development Director for 16 years. How did you first get connected? Um, prior to that, I owned my own restaurant for 11 years and did fundraising for the camp. <clears throat> and in that capacity, um, I ended up, one day I just was opening the mail in my office and there was a letter in it from a family, yeah. and it was absolutely the most heart-wrenching story of what this family had been through and what it meant for my being able to sponsor them to spend a week at Camp Sunshine. And shortly thereafter, I ended up, somebody approached me about buying the restaurant. I had no intentions of selling, but I was like, if I was ever going to sell, this is what I'd want for it. And they were like, we'll take it. And I was like, I don't have a job. <laughs> and right about then is when they were hiring for a development person here at the camp. So I was familiar with the people and familiar with the program. So I came on board and uh, have since worked my way up to development director here and overseeing all of our fundraising and uh, everything outside of program. So if you, if you think about what we do here, it's 
kind of insane because if you've spent even a day in the hospitality industry, we basically have a restaurant that serves 300 meals three times a day. We have 80 hotel rooms, and we get a brand new staff every single Sunday. That is insane. No, it's insane. <laughs> it's great. Insane. It is it's crazy. Absolutely not. While we have you for a little bit longer, um, since you work in development, we did have some questions about the fundraising, sure, and you were talking about how people sponsor fam or you know mm -hmm. how does how do you approach fundraising for this? So this I mean, camp? We, it's it's very finite. What we're looking for is basically the cost to send a family to Camp Sunshine is twenty five hundred dollars. Okay. Um, and that's their entire week here. All the recreational opportunities, the doctors, the social director, um, and just all all their meals and so forth and included. So. That's sort of you know what we're out there striving for, um, and obviously it takes a lot of smaller donations sometimes to reach that $2,500. But by having the huge volunteer component, we're able to keep our core staff to such a minimum yeah. that our ability to truly spend the most cents for a dollar is crazy um, because we don't have that. So. We always rank as one of the highest charities in the country for our fiscal responsibility and transparency. So that's a, that also helps as a pretty good selling point to a donor. Um, and then the last component is really the reason I ended up here. You get a letter from a family, and for me, it was the first time there was really something tangible for my philanthropic giving. I had done a million things at the restaurant, but it was the first time that I actually held something in my hand, and I was like, oh my god. Like, I made such a difference in this in this family's life, so um, so that's kind of the, the crux of the fundraising, and then it's divided up between um, you know we get a, a lot of support from foundations, but we spend an awful lot of time doing our own events. So we produce uh, a number of events each year um, in house that are benefits to uh, Camp Sunshine. All right, this is where we tag team. All right, you got the grand tour inside. All yours. Yeah, it was great. Thank you. Have fun. Thank you so much. See you guys yes. later on. Enjoy yeah. the rest Appreciate of your tour. Thank you. Michael K. Uh, executive director, and I've been with Camp Sunshine since its inception in 1984. What are the illnesses that you serve now? The illnesses that we serve now, we, we have uh, quite a few oncology programs, and that can be broken down to also we do some brain tumor sessions, hematology sessions. Uh, this particular session is a lupus session. Uh, we do a renal sessions, solid organ transplant sessions. Uh, we also have some orphan illnesses that we do that are pretty rare, uh, Fanconi anemia and diamond fan black, uh, di black di diamond fan anemia. Um, that those are bone marrow failure illnesses, blood illnesses, and uh, a little bit more rare that we run those programs. Uh, we also run bereavement programs uh, for families that have lost a child. Uh, and we also run post-treatment sessions, mm -hmm. uh, which is, that's the, the ultimate goal, is to get the families to post-treatment sessions. And there's a few other than that. We have sickle cell, um, dyskeratosis congenita, and uh, Schwartzman Diamond syndrome. Yeah. So there's within that we'll, we'll have some repeat sessions. Like I said, we oncology was kind of the start of yeah. Camp Sunshine. So yeah. um, we primarily run a lot of oncology sessions, but we've since grown to to those other illnesses as well. Mm -hmm. Why don't we will head out to the golf cart right there? Thanks. Oh, look at that golf cart. Yeah. <laughs> That's a nice one. Mike Tamari. What are these bricks? Yeah, so uh, these are an option for um, sponsors to uh, essentially grant money to us. Mm. Uh, they'll give us a certain, uh, certain amount of money to have like a bigger brick or something like that. And then we also use the bricks in order to um, 
sort of like an in-memoriam uh, sort of thing for some uh, families that have been there, some children that have been there. Uh, yeah, since this has been an organization for so long, there have been some children that have been here and then uh, unfortunately passed away. So this serves as a really good way to remember that. Yeah. yeah. Graham, what brought you to Camp Sunshine? You're the uh, development intern I'm here? the development intern. How uh, long have you been there? Uh, this is my ninth week, and today's actually my last day, too. Oh so, big moment for me. Uh, We're going to ask you to reflect on the experience. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, it's been awesome, honestly. Uh, so, I've, uh, I studied positive psychology, which is kind of the oh, study yeah. of happiness. Uh, but, yeah, uh, that kind of brought me here, just, like, seeing how much, like, energy uh, that Camp Center was able to give to the families that came here. Like, people come here and just forget about, like, all the issues that they're having, and they were able to just kind of focus on, like, having fun and being themselves and kind of, like, not worrying about, like, the little things, uh, like, next to, like, doctor's appointments and things like that. They could kind of just focus on, uh, you know, being a family, being happy here. Uh, so it made, originally came along for that, and then uh, the development internship has been a really good experience for me, too. I've had a lot of great experiences that uh, I honestly hadn't had too many, like, development experiences before, but, like, being able to work here and, like, get that, like, key office experience really improved, like, my teamwork skills, my leadership skills. Uh, yeah, so it's been really great, honestly. I'm really glad that I came here. Cool. You like Maine? I love Maine. Yeah. <laughs> Maine's great. It's fantastic. <laughs> I told me there was an extra bonus in it for him if he said all this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's fun to, to talk about it. We're supposed to tell them about it. So, pop on. Okay, thank you. This here is our, our garden, Serenity Garden, and um, some of the vegetables that we grow here we actually serve out of our food service. Oh, awesome. So the, the kids can come out here and help pick, or they can kind of check it out and, and see the vegetables growing. Cultivate. <laughs> yes, more ways than one. <laughs> this here is our, our family lodging units. Um, each unit is set aside for one family, it has two twin beds, a set of bunk beds, pull-out futon, refrigerator, microwave, bathroom, so it's kind of self-contained. It's When we say the word Camp Sunshine, we definitely use the word camp loosely. Um, given the population that we serve, uh, you really can't have these families out in tents yeah, and like a campfires, and so they're, they're very much like hotel suites that they stay in. Every kid that comes, comes with their family. Right. The, the, the philosophy of camp is if you have an ill child, it really affects the whole family. So the, the camp itself is set up uh, based on the family. So okay. you have the ill child, you have the, the well siblings, and you have mom and dad that will come to camp. Okay. This is our archery range right over here. So as, as we go throughout the campus, and as you might have seen in the building, it's although we deal with children with life-threatening illnesses, it really is just a camp setting where they, they come and enjoy what quote, a normal child or a normal family might enjoy at a camp. Um, along coupled with that, we do have uh, parents' workshops, so the parents also have the opportunity to, to develop resources with other families that are on that same journey or, or various stages of that journey, and, and, and then utilize that as a resource whether here at camp or when they're back at home in their communities. Uh, do you have families that come from all over the United States, or is it mostly from one region, or...? We do. We've had, in our 33-year history, we've had families from all 50 states have been represented here in 27 different countries wow. that have attended. Wow. Uh, this is our, our bonfire area in our amphitheater where we'll have uh, first night, families will have an opportunity to, to meet each other over roasting marshmallows. Great. My favorite. Uh -huh. <laughs> 
this you'll see we have some of our groups here playing at the Newcomer Volleyball. Um, we are a year-round program, so if you if you take a look at this volleyball court here and envision it, <laughs> envision it as a skating rink. We turn this into a skating oh, yeah. rink oh, really? wow. in the winter, um, which is pretty neat. We have snowshoeing throughout the property. Again, having 24 acres, we've got a lot of different wooded areas, or a lot of areas where um, snowshoeing is, is optimal. This is our barbecue area. One day a week, we do a, an outdoor barbecue with the families. Um, and this we had it's kind of a unique story. The, all those yeah. boulders that you see that make up the barbecue area, we had a, a, a gentleman by the name of Adrian that came out to camp and um, just fell in love with it and wanted to do something for it. Um, coincidentally enough, he owned a mountain. Um, he owned a mountain. He owns a mountain. And all these rocks have come from his mountain. He brought them all here. I don't know if you noticed on the amphitheater area, too, there was a yeah, big yeah, mound of rocks. rocks. He had come in and said, you know, geez, I can give you a better barbecue area. I can help you with your, your fire pit, which was the point. At that time, we had just this little fire pit. And all of a sudden, he came in with truckloads of boulders and rocks. And we're like, oh, my goodness, what did we get ourselves into? <laughs> but at the end of the day, you can see how beautiful it is. And, and yeah. the amphitheater, as you saw, was um, so much nicer for the families now. It's really nice. Wow. Got a mini golf course. This is This is our 18-hole championship miniature Whoa. golf course. Um, the children love to play. We have also, you can see in the outskirts here, we have a frisbee golf course, that uh, nine-hole frisbee golf course that's set throughout the whole back campus area. Wow. Um, climbing wall right here for some adventure climbing for the, for the families. Uh, we break that up and we have the 9 to 12 group, the teen group, the adult group uh, that will have different times where they get to climb the wall. Um, and then across the street we actually have a full-blown challenge course with high and low ropes oh, cool. course elements. Hello there. The kids are are broken up into their age groups every day, and that's kind of how they go around. But you said that it's for um, kids with the illnesses, and then also their siblings. So right. does it end up that the the siblings mix in with kids their age that are not sick, or they are sick, or is yeah. that how that goes? Good question. That the magical thing about camp here is that. Um, unless you're a child that maybe had some chemo and it's, you can notice that very quickly by a child's loss of hair or a child might be jaundiced or they've, they've got, uh, they're on oxygen, uh, unless you notice that visibly, oftentimes you cannot even tell the ill child from the, from the well sibling. Right. Um, they get placed into the, the various day camps alongside each other and participate in the activities. Hello there. Participate in the activities Hi. together. So it's, hello. So it's kind of the magic here is a lot of times the siblings haven't had the attention that they deserve because when you have an ill child, a lot of times the attention is going directly to that child. Right. Um, here at camp, everybody's treated the same, whether you're an ill child, a well child, um, and that's kind of the magic of the program is, is everybody benefits from them. So it's, you have the, the siblings enjoying the, the camp experience as well as the ill child. And an opportunity to interact with kids who maybe have the same thing that your sibling does that's not your sibling. Right. It, it kind of, it, well... Like humanizes it, it a little. Exactly. The, the important thing there is, especially with the ill child, they see that, okay, we're not alone. There are other chi children that are going through the same thing, and they are in activities alongside them. And then you have the siblings that it gives them a little bit better understanding, and they, again, have more of a, a resource with uh, dealing with other ill children as well as their siblings, and, and kind of can... Uh, express and, and talk about the feelings that they share, and, yeah. it, and it's it's not abnormal. Uh, you know, a lot of other 
siblings uh, are going through the same things they are and it gives them that opportunity to, to not feel that, that loneliness or that they're on this road by themselves. Right. Uh, over here we have our yurts. Uh, one night a week we do a uh, sleep out for the 9 to 12 year olds where they think they've left mom and dad at, at another state but, um, where mom and dad are having their activity. If you've got a good arm, you can, you can hit it with a rock. So, um, That's when the parents are having date night? On that night, right. The parents have the opportunity to kind of rediscover themselves for, for an evening. It's you know, oftentimes between finances or, or not feeling secure leaving a babysitter with their ill child. Right. Um, they don't have the luxury of going out and, and just being a couple. Um, so here at camp on that one night, they get to rediscover each other. The children get to kind of have their own activities that are going on. And in this particular area here, the 9 to 12-year-olds get to go on a sleep out, and mom and dad don't see them till the, till the next morning. So they get to, get to have a little fun. Um, meanwhile, the other camps uh, are also being taken care of, which well, I don't know if Mike can mention it to you, but the way we break up camps, we have volunteers that we, we bring in. Uh, we're very heavy volunteer force here. Uh, each week we bring in between 80 and 90 volunteers that oversee the program for the, for the children. Uh, and the age groups that we break it down is we have our nursery, which are for infants to two years old. Then we have our tot lot for our three to five-year-olds. Then we have our six to eight group. 9 to 12 group, teen group, and our adult group. Um, and in this instance here, we have the, the illness that we're serving this week, uh, which is lupus. Uh, it's predominantly uh, an adolescent illness. So uh, this is the one session during the year where we, we have probably the most teens that we get at any point in time. So we even uh, refine the program a little bit more. And, and instead of just having a teen category, we have a 13 to 15-year-old category this week and a 16 to 19-year-old category. And you can see the variety of different um, frisbee golf settings I throughout. I know way more about frisbee golf than I ever wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> this is our waterfront. Um, and again, here at camp, everything provided for the, the families at no charge. Uh, their lodging, their meals, as well as their amenities and activities, so they can come down here and take out a paddle boat, a canoe, a kayak, paddle board, or they can just go swimming and have an opportunity to, to enjoy the lake. This kid with the music. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> Great song choices also. Whole plan for this tour. I know. Yes. <laughs> You'll notice throughout we've, we've created a lot of different sitting areas so that have families or parents just want to kind of get away a little bit they can kind of reflect or just grab a good book and sit by the lake and read a book or how does um, activity programming work is it like assigned to everyone gets to pick what they want to do every day we have with it broken down by the various age groups we have age-appropriate activities that, that take place and typically we'll have uh, two activities on the hour it is uh, uh, we base the program on, on our time slots, uh, and each, each hour we have usually two different activities. One might be a little bit more active, and one might be a little bit more sedentary, so that the children and young adults in each of those groups can select what they would like to do, and then the volunteers will divide up, depending on the number of children, to go to which activity the, okay. the children and young adult want to go to. Um, and at that point in time, they're signed in, so mom and dad know they're, they're taken care of, and uh, then when they, they break uh, or the, the camp for that particular time slot stops, the parents will sign the children out and 
Um, we've got a lot of the age-appropriate activities going on, and then we also do some family activities where they, as a family unit, they participate in different activities. Cool. And this here is we have our basketball court down here, which is kind of a neat story. We used to just have a paved area there with a basketball hoop up, and we had a volunteer that um, was in the office of the Utah Jazz. And while he was volunteering, he says, oh, no, Camp Sunshine, you guys have to have a better basketball court than that. So went back to, to the Utah Jazz and said, hey, we've got this camp that I volunteer at that really like to help out. And next thing you know, they were sponsoring a, a, a new basketball court That's for us. That's awesome. So it cool. says Utah Jazz, the Utah Jazz basketball. Yes. That's yes. so funny. And this is, uh, again, the volunteer units are right here. Uh, the back set of units there uh, are the most recently built ones, and we built those um, a little bit different than the, the typical volunteer units. We did it so that it can be divided in each room because what we're finding is that a lot of the families that have attended camp want to come back and volunteer and give back. Um, and by now having, we've learned from the, the old volunteer units that with the new ones we can divide the room up a little bit so if you do have children with you while you're volunteering they can be in another room and if they need to, to take a nap or, or get some rest um, and it just makes it a lot more convenient for the, for the families to volunteer uh, but it, we, we're getting more and more of that where the families want to come back and um, share what they've learned to camp and, and, and volunteer and just give back. What's the retention rate? Do you have a lot of families that come back year after year? We actually have quite a few families that come back year after year. The, the philosophy being that, um, as we talked about earlier, that being a family unit at camp, that's probably the number one part of the mission. But the second part is being there for the entire journey. So we'll have families that could be newly diagnosed or be quite a ways along their journey. Um, and so each year, families will come back year after year. and, and um, it's neat because you get to see the children grow in the program. They may have started in the tot lot and then they're, you know, they're back here as teenagers and then from there they, they segue into being volunteers. Um, how long have you been at Camp Sunshine? I have been involved with Camp Sunshine since its inception. <gasps> 33 years. Yeah. All right. So, so you really have seen kids grow up through the program. I have and it's, it's been great seeing the program evolve and, and grow as well from what first started at um, a neighboring resort right beside us here. This used to be part of that property, uh, Point Sebago Resort, uh, and the owners of Point Sebago are the founders of Camp Sunshine. Oh, wow. Um, and what we used to do is that was a, a for-profit business, and they would set aside uh, their camp, their, their resort, uh, a couple weeks in the spring, a couple weeks in the fall, but of course then the, the bulk of the summer was their, the, the time where they, they were for profit. Uh, and what started out as being a, a one-time deal, um, after the first session, families came to them and said, well, this is the most amazing thing. You've got to keep doing this. So it continued till 2000, um, the couple weeks in the spring, couple weeks in the fall. And then 2001, uh, we opened the doors here to this camp. Uh, and from there, we went from the two weeks in the spring, two weeks in the fall, to first starting with eight weeks, uh, wondering where we're going to get enough volunteers, would we have enough families that would want to come. Um, and it was phenomenal, just the, the outpouring. So we went from 8 to 12, and now we, we range between 25 and 27 sessions a year. Uh, and as I said earlier, it's year-round. Yeah. Uh, the bulk of our sessions do take place from Memorial to Labor Day weekend, uh, but it's pretty cool seeing the, the 
the campus turnover for winter programs, especially when we get families from the south that may have never seen snow before and yeah. and seeing their reaction when they come up here for the first time. That's great. So it's pretty cool. That's awesome. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you can grab some volunteers. But before I do that, I yes. had noticed when you had sent the questions, you had asked um, any special anything that stands out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Any standout stories? I have to tell you this oh, one because it just yeah. happened. <laughs> it just, we'll just happened last year. Um, and first of all, I want to go on record that every week, every child is special. <laughs> um, all the all the families are great. Um, but we did have a unique circumstance last year. We had uh, Miss Maine came to visit, and while she was visiting, she would yes, yes, she would she would take pictures and sign autographs. And we had this one teenage boy who's um, with our, our brain tumor session, the brain tumor survivor, been through numerous operations, and just he is the the, the picture of courage. Um, this young man and. He happened to say to one of the volunteers, well, I would love to take Miss Maine to my prom. So at this point, his name's Jack. At this point, Jack had, had gone off, and uh, I was saying my thank yous to Miss Maine for coming in, and um, she was getting ready to head out, and one of the volunteers came up to me and said, oh, geez, Jack wanted to ask you to the prom. And she heard that, and she paused for a moment, and she said, wow, that would be neat to go to prom. And I'm like, you serious? And she said, yeah. I said, all right, let me go see if I can find Jack. So I looked around a little bit, couldn't find Jack, so came back. And by this point, she was about heading out, so I thought, okay, she probably was just being polite and you know, must have forgot about it. So we said goodbye, and she headed out. And about an hour later, I got an email saying, really would be neat to go to prom. <laughs> oh, my gosh, she's hungry to go to prom. So, so yeah, so I, I, I said... Okay, I emailed her. If you're serious, I'm going to go find Jack's mother right now, and we'll we'll check this out. So she's like, "No, I'm totally serious." So, at this point, I came down. It was about dinner time, and there was Jack sitting with his mom, and um, and they had been through so much. And so I, I went up to his, Jack's mom and said, "Hey, I just had an email from Miss Maine, and she would love to go to prom with Jack. What do you think about that?" And automatically, tears just filled her eyes, and she was like. That would be great. We'd love to do that. And then she was like, well, Mike, can we do that? Should we do that? And I'm like, heck, yeah. Who wouldn't want to go to prom with Miss Maine? So she said, oh, you know, Jack would love that. So I said, okay. So I came back. She called Miss Maine, uh, Mary Beth, and said, they're, they're in. I said, but they'd, they'd like to just talk to you a little bit. So she was like, all right, I'll be in tomorrow morning. So she came back? She came in the next morning, and we set up a meeting with them and Jack. I mean, you have to know your prom date before you go. Exactly. <laughs> How did he ask her? He, we had them, they were in the arts and crafts room and he sat there and he was like, I want to take you to the prom. And <laughs> she was like, I would love to go with you, Jack. Oh my gosh. Um, and, and from there, he was on top of the world. <laughs> and um, and it, it gets better because, you know, people started hearing about that and, and we had. Uh, a limousine company provided a limousine Aww. at no charge. The uh, company gave Jack a tuxedo. Uh, another company provided Miss Maine with a prom dress. <laughs> so it was cool. So they went to, went to the prom, had a had a great time. Um, and what would be the perfect ending? Uh, like I, I don't know. They get I, married? Like <laughs> no. 
jackets named Prom King. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, we'll hold it's off like, on the hold off on the <laughs> There's a couple different versions. Yeah, there's so it's amazing. it's like you know every time I think about that I get goosebumps. That's, with, yeah. that's with an that. amazing that, story. I love that story so much. Yeah. That's so very it's, it's pretty cool. We've. How old was Jack? Like seventeen. Jack is senior year. Yeah. <laughs> So awesome. it it's, it was amazing, and it, it it meant the world to him. I don't think I've ever seen him that there. happy. Yeah, it was it was incredible. That's amazing. So, but it it's I mean that's the kind of individuals that we we get here that just want to give, and and they you know don't really get the difference that they make in people's lives till they're here. And, and a lot of these volunteers that we have are week in week out before they're leaving, or in their comment sheets will put, "Geez, I thought I was coming here to to help, and I got more out of it." Um, than I gave, and and they give quite a bit. So that was pretty cool. That's, that's, in, that's you know, great. In thirty plus years, that was one of the best moments. So. <laughs> great story. Um, my name is Christopher Cedeno. I am uh, twenty-two years of age, and I've this is this will be my eleventh time at Camp Sunshine. As a camper. As a camper, yes. Yeah. Yes, okay. as a camper. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, so how'd you come to Camp Sunshine? How'd you start coming here? Um, I I was diagnosed with lupus at age uh, March twenty. Uh, excuse me. I was diagnosed with lupus on March twenty sixth of two thousand seven, and I um, was in a support group back in New York. I was introduced to one called Charlie the Lupus. And a uh, um, volunteer there, a uh, social worker named Erica, introduced me to uh, kind of talk to me about Camp Sunshine and, and how it is and stuff like that. And then basically that same year I, I applied, I got accepted, and that's where I, I heard about camp. And that's where it, it started for me and my family, uh, really of a life-changing experience every summer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, who in your family would come up here with you? It would be, there, there has been a mixture. Usually it's just uh, my mother, um, my little sister, and my brother. My dad couldn't make it because due to work, but he's also as well supportive. And also I've come with uh, cousins before, aunts and stuff like that. So yeah, kind of like. That's great. And how do you, like how does that make you feel when you're up here to know that you're with your family as well and it's not just a, a solo experience? Yeah. That's one of the things that I've, um, think it's the best thing about camp because it is for people, you know, with life-threatening illnesses, you know, it's based on that, the foundation, but it's more also based on just the whole entire family. So not, it's not only would be just me, but my brother would be um, impacted and influenced and happy and he's, and my sister as well, like, they, they pay attention to everybody. It's not just, oh, the kid that's sick. It's the whole entire family because mm -hmm. it's just not... When you get diagnosed with an illness, it's just not you only. It's not the person that got diagnosed. It's everybody's life that changes and has to go through a transition. So, I like that. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite part about Camp Sunshine? My favorite part is uh, the talent show. When it comes to, like, uh, the, I guess, the performances. Because, you know, every night there's, uh, there's some type of performance, the costume party, talent show. Um, the celebration show, but definitely talent show is my favorite. One. Do you ever perform at it? Yeah. What's your talent? Do? Spoken word. Oh, really? Yeah. I've I've done spoken word. Uh, 
nine out of the eleven times I've been hair camp. So wow. I done it at when I was first came at twelve all the way to um twenty. I didn't do it last year, and that was super weird that yeah. I didn't do it because it felt that I, I was um Camp Sunshine like kind of took out the spoken word in me that I had like my talent that I found out at camp. It was at camp that I did it. Wow. And I did one last night as well in the talent show. How'd that feel? It was amazing. Um, I teared up a little bit at the end because I spoke about camp. That camp was will forever be home to me. Um, and I, at that moment, I, when I first wrote, I was like, ah, I'm going to tear up. It's all good. And stuff. <laughs> but in that moment, you know, with everybody watching, and it got pretty intense. Um, and, yeah, I really, really got emotional because it was, it was from the heart. Every time I, I go out and I and I share, is is usually not a performance. It's mostly like I just share my heart out. I share what I feel. I share my beliefs, and I share that camp is a huge, huge part of of my life and will forever be. My opinion. Mm -hmm. I like love that so much. Do you do spirit, spoken word outs like in your real life outside of camp? That's the thing. It's I'm. It's been on and off, but I haven't really been really writing as much but like for camp I always if it's like it, it just comes out of me yeah you you're know? inspired when you're yeah. up here mm -hmm, because through my experiences uh in camp and also meeting so much other families and stuff like that I even asked me like last year when I didn't do it like they were kind of waiting because everybody <laughs> that comes back they they know what I've done for like seven years yeah. eight years straight and then like last year not doing it was definitely a a little void that I felt and kind of the whole camp felt because they were kind of waiting for that moment because usually after the talent show, things like get more comfortable. Everybody starts because there's so many other talents there as well. There's a lot of dancing and singing and everybody just supporting each other. So it's it's kind of like a, a breakthrough after that Tuesday nights, the talent show. Yeah. That's really great. I Love that so much. Can you talk about some of the friendships you've made here with uh, some of the other campers? Uh, I've made so much um, friendship, and it's, it is it goes past that. It's like family. Like it's I meet families here for a week, and then it's like we've known each other for for years, like instantly. And it's like there's like an instant connection because we come here f um, for the same purpose when it comes to uh, you know the lupus week. Everybody already has like a a mindset. Okay, everybody here, they have lupus, so it's there's all automatic. Uh, you can relate kind of right away, and then it, it just kind of becomes a little bit easier because of that because you can relate to so many people already. It's kind of easy to kind of like break the ice, so to say. Like it's like oh oh your son your daughter has lupus. Wow, how 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 long have you had lupus? Uh, Ten years. Wow. That's crazy, and it's kind of like, how do you manage? So it, it gets really, uh, it gets really like intimate real quick when it comes to um, with the families and stuff. There's families that I've known since I was 12 as well, um, that has been coming to camp as long as me, um, because I know I'm not the. I think there's another family here that's been coming way more than me as well, like 13 years, I believe so, but. I, the fam, but every new family and me, it's, it's a new, we're like, we like spread out, like we, uh, not spread out, but 
like we come together and we just we yeah we do spread it like basically like I I know people that came here from Texas and then I was like oh now I have people that I know from Texas yeah. people from West Virginia from Massachusetts from pretty much all over the place um and they like and some actually one of my one of the families here is actually my neighbor I live in New York City in Manhattan and one of them is actually my neighbor and we did not know that <laughs> until we came here to camp we were like oh my god you live right across from us you know and it's and it's crazy because it is it gets a, a small world sometimes so that that's cool that was very cool meeting all these families and every year is, is something new every year every i i've had not had a year where i can say i didn't get something from camp or i i didn't feel the like there's always different like my thing is the only thing which is thing that has been the same is the food because <laughs> it's the basic, you know, basic American food, you know. <laughs> and like the and but you know I'm I'm Hispanic, so it's like you used to a lot of flavor. Yeah, a lot of flavor and variety, so it's like. But and they're delicious either way. I love food in general, and I love pancakes and bacon and scrambled eggs. So it doesn't really matter. So that's kind of the only thing that hasn't changed. But. <laughs> Other, other than that, um, it's just, it's just a whole different experience. Um, what would you say is the, the best thing that you've gained from camp in your 12 years of coming here? Ultimately, what I value about camp is how the people here, volunteers, and the campers just like the judgment free zone in this environment I have have never ever I've been to camps I've been to places um I've been to church camps and church places but this place where I can say the judgment free zone like it's like it doesn't matter who you are or where you from like you're like you're loved like you're you're served you're cared for you doesn't matter your background or, or what you say, what you do is just the value of, of, of just being who you are, you know, just like, listen, you have lupus. So what you're forget lupus, you're, you're Joe, you're Tim, you're Chris, you're, you're you know, just, let's just, let's just do this. You know, we're, we're here. We're all in this together as the, um, as I mentioned in the poem, um, that my older brother, he loves to say, you know, as family we go. So, you know, my, what well, I changed a little bit as well. I was like, so as family, we fight, you know, and we stay and we battle on together. Not, you know, not um, by ourselves, not only just the family going through it, but you have other families that have maybe been through um, battles themselves that maybe they already passed that stage and maybe they can help that other family that's going through um, the stages that they are now with their with their disease and their child having it. So it's kind of that. I think it's more camp is just so free. I I always say it's it's like heaven on earth. That's the every time they how do you describe camp? For me that's it's a it's a slice of heaven, you know. It's it's really a place where when I come here I feel like I don't I don't care. I don't care how I look, I don't care if I'm like I'm a little chunky here, if I have, you know, <laughs> kind of ashy legs, or 
I don't care. Just I'm just so so free, you know. Compared to when I go back, especially um, if does anybody here live in New York? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we both do. Yeah, you, you know how that is in yeah. New York. Yeah. It's kind of like no one really cares at all. Mm -hmm. Everybody just going about their business, and but yeah, but Cap is just. I love the the judgment free zone. Just it's like in a whole new level. Like you can just be who you are here. So that's what I like about camp. Well, that's what I describe kind of camp to be. You can just be who you are and be with other people and know who you that know who they are as well, and they're just having a good time. Best version of yourself. Mm-hmm. And then it's funny because usually when you come out of when you leave camp, it's kind of you still have it's still kind of like the camp spirit still kind of like goes with you, but then obviously through the time. You have to kind of get back to your New York mode, you know. I have to get back to like, all right, I got to get down. can't be all this nice and stuff like that. <laughs> people take advantage all the time. So if I do end up coming next year, or if I do come next year, because I've been going for a, a long time. Like I said, it's my 11th time. So next year, I don't know. I don't know what might happen. But I'm sure at 24, though, I, I said, I'm 22 right now, so next year I'll be 23. But at 24, I will be a volunteer. Great. <laughs> Holding off until mm -hmm. 24. Yeah, yeah. Living that I camper like, life as long as you can. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I could, I'll try again next year and stuff like that, but I feel like at 24, I just know, I'll just be ready to volunteer. And this this also is like has inspired me as well to, of course, my main week I would like to volunteer, like in the future, will definitely be lupus week, mostly all the time, but I would like to like, experience like a the brain tumor week and all the other you know life illness week because I feel like like that's something that you know that I want you know experience because it is different you know all the diseases that's why they have different weeks and I've been to the mixed diagnosed week one that's where I met other people that had um different type of illnesses which was cool but I was like like eight years ago so it's very vivid those <laughs> memories yeah. What's uh, what's the time you've laughed the hardest here at Camp Sunshine? <sighs> I've laughed the hardest. Hmm. The talent show. I'm telling you, the, the talent <laughs> show is really, really funny. <laughs> and also, oh no, that that's close to that. It's the beginning when um when the performers come when we arrive here at camp. There's always a performer, either a magician or a comedy magician. Mm -hmm. So that's always I always laugh in the beginning for sure. <laughs> it's like and hands up too. You know the hands up thing. No, what's that? Uh, no. It's 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 a the it's um every time we come to camp, we basically start with like a song that's called hands up. So it's like hands up. Baby, hands up, give me your heart, give me... So that song is, like, my favorite one. At first, I like so much because one of the doctors here... Oh, yeah, this is where I went. This is some good stuff. <laughs> um, um, he used to be my uh, doctor because now I'm an adult, but um, Andy, a doctor mm -hmm. I can feel, as I uh, call him all the time... Um, Every time like he does the hands up, there's a part where you like go to the side, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Woo! That's so hype and it's so f it was it's one of the most hilarious moments. <laughs> That's my favorite part. So, yeah. 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 He gets he gets so energized. But, but yeah.
So that was the end of part one of our Camp Sunshine episode. We're going to have more stories and more voices next week with part two. So make sure you tune in. And real quick, I'm just going to run through social media. Um, If you want to send us an email, our email address is happycamperspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at happycamperspodcast, Twitter at happycamperspod. And make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. We're also available there. Um, Thanks again for listening and make sure you come back next week for part two. Day is done. Gone the sun. We out. Our theme song was written, recorded, and sung by the very talented Steffi Copeland.